Hey, Selfish Babe, if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, I recommend trying Anchor by Spotify. It's the platform I love for podcasting. I really love it because some days you just want to get out what you want to say easily, and the Anchor app allows you to record your podcast right from your phone. One of my favorite things I love about Anchor is that you can add background music to each episode and cut audio quickly to add in advertisements. Anchor will distribute your podcast to all the major platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Anchor is free. To get started, go to anchor.fm to start your podcast today. Maybe one day you'll be making millions from your podcast. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. Hey, beautiful selfish babe, it is your girl Olenike Elsie here, and on today's podcast, I have an amazing guest, an amazing friend, and her name is Miss Lorelai Bayette. You may know her on Instagram as a self-love plug. She's also the creator of The Goddess Gang, as well as a feminine radiance coach. She's amazing, guys. If you guys are not following her on Instagram, follow her now at Lorelai Bayette, which is L-O-R-A-L-E-I-B-A-Y-E-T-T-E. I will also have her information below. In this podcast today, we're going to be talking about self-abandonment and how we actually abandon ourselves, whether that be through relationships, work, etc. And so Miss Lorelai is going to take us through this. It is a treat. We keep it real 100%. Yes, expect some cursing. Okay, that's how we do it over here at Selfish Babes. So let's get into it. Hey, Selfish Babe, it's your girl, Olenike Osi here, bringing you another Selfish Talk. And today I'm bringing on my girl, Miss Laura Lai. How are you? Say hello to the Selfish Babe listening. Hi, Selfish Babes. I'm here to sprinkle some glitter on you. <laughs> yes, she is. And today she's going to talk about how we are banning ourselves. I know a lot of the times we talk about how other people have abandoned us, but have you ever thought about how you have abandoned yourself? Now, Miss Lorelai is about to drop some tea on you. So let's go. <laughs> so yeah, today I want to talk about, um, you know, a lot of us put, a lot of us play the victim. A lot of us want to blame other people. It's so easy. And a lot of us are stuck in survival mode. And we're like, how can I get out of this? How can I be in thriving mode? How can I really take that next level, attract the love, the money, the everything that I want? And it's first, you have to reclaim yourself. You have to step back into who you truly are. We abandon our bodies through eating disorders and alcoholism. Mm. we abandon through sex even mm. we totally abandon our bodies i mean yeah. goodbye i'm <laughs> out of here i don't want to feel shit bye y'all we abandon our minds yeah by eating mind-numbing food watching mind-numbing tv scrolling 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 what are you looking for yeah you know and we abandon our spirit because maybe we've never even been aligned with it in the first place. We've lost that at a young age, before five, mm. lost it. Mm. And so I went through this journey where I was abandoned by my mom, 
my dad was in jail. My mom was schizophrenic. I got torn out of her arms at an orphanage because she was running away from her voices. And I was put in a baby orphanage. And from that place, I was there for a little while. And one of my aunts got me out. And from that point forward, I was passed around over and over, just like hot potato, yeah. right? And so I felt abandoned, but that was my normal. So I didn't even know, like, that was just normal to me, living with different people, being a visitor in other people's homes. Mm -hmm. And so in addition to feeling abandoned, um, it was my family, like everyone else's family, you know, they don't have the tools. Like <laughs> a lot of us don't have the tools to like raise our children. We're just trying to see what works. Yeah. So, you know, it was a lot of alcoholism and violence and police. That was very normal for me to see the police, to see my dad get arrested when he was around, yeah. um, you know, living with different people and seeing the alcoholism and the, the lack of vulnerability, mm. shut up, stop crying. I mean, I had to deal with all this stuff. How the hell am I supposed to deal with all that at, you know, whatever age I was at? Um, you know, what coping skills do you use? Yeah. Well, like everybody else, a coping skill is to abandon yourself. Mm. And so I took that on with me throughout my adult life. I started getting with men that could not love me the way that I needed to be loved because I could not love myself the way I needed to be loved. Mm. And so they would inevitably abandon me just as I abandoned myself. And women listening, we all do this. We've all done this where we abandon how we feel to go after how somebody else feels. Fuck how, excuse my language. No, no how, it's cursing. It's fine. <laughs> hey, don't give me free license, girl. No, okay. free license. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, fuck how I feel. Like I'm going to go, like, I'm going to do this so that this person can love me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, like, I'm going to, like, Karuchi and Chris Brown, I'm going to have a threesome because I want to stay with Chris Brown, wow. you know, or I want to, you know, <clears throat> for me, it was mostly like, I'm going to put all my effort into this man and build him up because it show him like, it, like, we do it all the time. It's hard for me to explain. Am I pretty? Being pretty? If I'm pretty, if I'm smart, that was me. If I'm pretty, if I'm smart, if I have a degree, if I have a good job, I have a, I have a Mercedes Benz, am I good enough now? Am yeah. I good enough now? Am I, it was all these external things to get you to love me. Yeah. And then you wonder why somebody's coming to the relationship looking to take, and then they bounce. Yeah. Because you did the same exact thing, baby girl. You went in there looking to take, and then you abandoned yourself for mm -hmm. that man. Mm -hmm. So he came and took and abandoned it as well. And so I... It wasn't until I'm in a new relationship now, but it wasn't until my last relationship when I walked away, I realized, oh my God, like this entire time I've been abandoning myself. Yeah. By telling myself, be quiet. You don't like, shut up. Mm -hmm. Like no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear your little pity party. Mm. Your feelings don't matter. Get over it. Mm. Suck it up. Mm. Be strong be independent, deny your, deny yourself the actual feeling of vulnerability and love, mm -hmm. deny it. Instead, manipulate the situation, mm -hmm. you know? 
Instead, control the situation. Play mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You- I was going to say, do you think that when you say, like, control the situation and play games, like, do you feel like that was you taking away in terms of the relationship, too? Or, like, how is that, how is that doing that a bending in yourself when you do play games or when you do control the situation? Well, when you play games and control the situation, that's more of a, a drive for acceptance. Mm. That you want acceptance like the air that you breathe, so you'll control, lie, or manipulate, or do whatever that you have to do to, to get it. Mm. You'll paint your face with makeup. You'll, do, you'll literally do whatever you have to do to be accepted. Mm. But in the way that it relates to abandoning yourself is not listening and honoring your emotions. Yeah. Not having boundaries. Yeah. Not allowing people to do things to you that you you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, how the hell am I letting this person disrespect me like this? Yeah. Because I've abandoned myself for you. I'm over here. I'm mentally in your business. I'm over here living in your business because I want you to love me. That's abandoning yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm telling I'm I'm not listening to my own inner guidance. I'm not. How can I explain this? Would you be able to give an example from your past relationship where let's say something did come up and you felt like you felt a certain way, but, but you felt a certain way, but you suppressed it and instead did something else to please him. I think everything I did was to please the guy. Yeah. I have to be pretty. I have to be this. I have to, I have to be all these things for love until I realized that I just have to be me Mm -hmm. to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that's a step that sounds simple, but it's really, it really took a lot of work to get there, to really believe that how I show up how I am and I'm loved. I am loved. Yeah. It does, I don't got to do shit, but be. In my new relationship, he's like, you're so confident and you're so secure with yourself and you like love yourself. It like radiates and it's so infectious to everybody. It's like, whoa, what the hell? Like, how does somebody... <laughs> And I'm like, oh, if you only knew how many men I let disrespect me, yeah. how many men I let take advantage of me, yeah. how many men have you let use you on the low? You know what's going on. You know what's going on deep inside, but you don't listen because you don't matter. Mm. Somebody along the line of your life made you feel like you don't matter. And guess what? You then made yourself feel like you don't matter. And so you're perpetuating, you become the person, the thing that, that the, the traumatic event that happened in your life, like your parents abandoning you, the violence, the chaos, you start to inflict that on yourself. Mm. You start to tell that inner child within you, shh, be quiet. Now I listen to that inner child. I wrote myself a letter. Yeah. So I wrote myself a letter in my journal for my inner child. And she had some words for me. I actually have it on my bedside. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, oh, there you go again. I was like, I'm going to go. You know how vulnerable and like silly you have to be to really go there with yourself and yeah. talk as a child. And she wrote me and I decided that day I'm not, I'm not running away from my feelings anymore. I'm not running away from, I, I always felt like I, okay. I always felt like I was a strong girl, yeah. the independent one. Mm -hmm. I'm confident I'm independent I'm strong like I'm not phased by that shit I don't give a fuck yeah like 
whatever. I can get through anything. Yeah. And then life hits you like, boom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh shit. I don't know if I can get through this. What is happening? And you're forced to surrender. Yeah. You know? And so you, you can't run away sometimes. Life gets you to where now you can't run away. There's no yeah. running away. And so my life came tumbling down yeah. around 24, 25. Yeah. I lost my Mercedes. I just quit my job at Fox Sports. <laughs> I just graduated. So who the hell am I? Yeah. My cousin left my apartment. So now I'm in a fancy ass apartment with no job. Yeah. And I just started doing fitness. So I'm like, whoa, like by myself, yeah. my face starts breaking out with acne because I'm not accepting myself. You know, the guy I was with for six years that used to control and manipulate me, um, I dumped him. Finally, finally, victoriously, no matter how hard, that shit was hard, okay? But it was a victory to me. I was like, if I can learn how to let go, I will be okay. Mm -hmm. And so my life came tumbling down. Mm -hmm. And I was stripped away from everything. And then I had to really look at myself. I was like, okay, Lorelai. Who are you without the college, without the Mercedes, without all of this stuff? Who are you without all of that? Yeah. And so I had no choice but to go within. I had no choice but to go back into myself and figure out, oh, I don't fucking like you. (laughs) You lie. You know, you, there were certain things I just didn't like about myself and I had to be stripped away from everything in order to surrender. What were the things that came up when you asked yourself what it is that you don't like about yourself? You're a fraud. That's the first thing that came up. Yeah. You are a fraud. You prance around like you're just this fucking hot ass shit. Like you're so popping. You got everything figured out. You're always telling other people what they need to be doing in their lives. You know, I was a psychology major. Yeah, me you too. Know? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like I was always meant to, to, now I teach from a vulnerable, loving, compassionate place, but I think we all start off wanting to heal ourselves and also we start off from a different place like thinking that we know mm-hmm. when when you, when you do the work you realize i don't know you know and that's my job is to get to you to know but yeah. anyway i digress i i looked at myself and i said you're a fraud mm-hmm. you're not who you claim to be who are you mask yeah. off sword yeah. down who are you put your sword down you're yeah. so in, you're so not vulnerable. Your wall is up. Love cannot get in there, baby girl. Mm. Nothing can penetrate that wall. And you're wondering why you keep attracting people who are not vulnerable. You guys are both swimming along this thick wall. Ah. Love each other? Ah. No. Hello, can you hear me? No, I can't. Can you feel me? No, not really. Okay, this is comfortable for me though. <laughs> But what's comfortable for you isn't always good for you. Most of the time, it's never good for you. Comfort, you know, we all know the little quotes, all the quotes about comfort. So putting up those walls to protect me, what used to protect me as a child, I had to dismantle because it no longer served me as an adult. Because what I needed was love. What I needed was support. What I needed was, so I broke down and I got a spiritual coach and I started to do the work. Yeah. And I started to look at myself and I started to come back in alignment with who I am. Who am I really? I have a question. Um, Cause you said you broke down. Cause I was going to ask you, how did you really find out who you were and what, like what in your mind clicked to be like, I need a spiritual coach. 
Like, what made you go there? I went to hypnotherapy at the Deepak Chopra Center, which is in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, something's got to give. And, I, and that, that was okay. You know, I liked it. But I was like, okay, something needs to make me feel better because I feel like I could handle anything. And this right here, I cannot handle. My health, too many things were going on. Some I'm not ready to even yeah. say. And um, it was like a shedding of a whole entire person. And that's exactly what my therapist told me. So I went on psychologytoday.com, which was a, a magazine I subscribed to. And I called three of the people. And one, the only one that called me back is the same one you can find on my YouTube. We're like, we do business together. She's like a mom to me now. Yeah. I mean, really that investment was worth it. Um, (laughs) But she told me before you speak, I have to tell you three things. And all three of those things are what I was looking for. A PhD. She was spiritual and she used her intuition. I actually like intuitive people. Yeah. So when I went to go see her, she sat me down and she was like, I know why you're here. And I'm like, does this bitch see me? Because she was <laughs> oh, excuse me. This, she's no, not cursing a, is fine. I'm just laughing. I, know, I don't like to really call her that because you know you talk to your girlfriends like. You but know, I know what you mean. I'm pretty sure the selfish babe listening understands what you mean. <laughs> you know, she means it in a loving and daring way. <laughs> so I'm like, does she see me right now? She's like, I know why you're here. You want me to fix it all for you. You want me to patch it up, baby girl. You want me to, mm-hmm, you're in a crisis. You want me to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not going to do none of that. She's like, I'm here to tear down all your walls. Mm. I'm here to remove the wall. I'm here to tear it down. And I'm like, that doesn't scare me now. But back then I was like, oh, hell no. Like, yeah. what? You want to tear down my walls, girl? Mm-mm. And she just saw right through me. And then from that, I committed myself, even when I didn't want to go, even though I paid my rent on the 10th of every month before I got evicted, yeah. I still paid $150 at the time. She went up in her price a little bit, yeah. but she was $150 at the time. I still made it every month. I made that commitment to myself mm-hmm. to grow, read the books. I had to force myself. I had to force myself to work. I was depressed. I had to force myself to see her. I had to force myself to go to the gym. And then in my next relationship, I had to force myself to not be so attached to him, but to do things for myself. People think self-love and coming back to yourself and not abandoning yourself is some magical experience. And when you start doing it, it's going to be so fun and you're just going to be loving on you. Uh But that's not true. You have to force yourself to love yourself. Yeah eat that healthy meal, to go to the gym, to read that book, to affirm yourself in the mirror, to say, you know what? I can't be so wrapped around this man. I got to go. I love that relationship so much because it triggered me. It forced me to have to, to, to come back to who I am and figure out who am I without this man? Because I just replaced it. Who am I without college? Who am I without this money? Who am I without this man? Yeah. to something to define ourselves yeah when I was beauty my face was broken out in acne I lost so much weight I could barely fit my pants I mean my my beauty was something that I identified with for a while you know and all that came crumbling down and so I wasn't 
I, I chose for the first time not to abandon myself ever again by using drugs, by using sex. These aren't things that I do necessarily, but these are things that people do. Yeah. Drugs, sex. Oh, well, during my depression, I took Adderall. Yeah. Um, and my acupuncturist was like, why are you taking Adderall? I was like, I can't get out of bed. I can't work. I can't get up. And I'm not a drug user. Yeah. But I had to, I had to survive. And I'm not going to ever guilt myself for doing whatever I did. Yeah. So um, we do things that are out of character in order to survive. Yeah. But guess what? Once you start, once you come back and claim yourself, you go within and you do the work and you listen to your emotions. Yeah. I'm not afraid of getting angry. I'm not afraid of getting sad. Let the shit rise. Exactly. Let me look at it. Let me let it come up and look at it. And what is this? What's happening? You know, once you do that, you, you stop surviving. You start thriving. Your life takes off. Mm-hmm. You got to heal. You got to come back, turn the lights on within. Yeah. Abandoned house does no good. It's just sitting there, existing. Yeah. Go in there and you clean it up. You start repairing shit. You turn the lights on. Now you've made a home. Yeah. And now I've made a home out of me that no matter where I go, I'm, I am my home. Yeah. I am. Doesn't I matter like, what situation you put me in. Yeah. I was going to say, I really like that because whether or not you are in a relationship, I think that's relatable to everybody because like you said, sometimes you could be in a relationship and you're all about your partner, but you're never about yourself. And so it's yeah. like, I like when you said that even though you got into a new relationship with a, a, a beautiful partner that treats you amazing, it's like you still have to still focus on you. And I know for me, like I was in a really, really bad relationship at one point, but now I'm in a really, really great relationship. And now he, he pushes me. He's like, yeah, you know, you got to make sure that you go do things by yourself. So I just booked my first international trip by myself. Never has ever, have I ever traveled by myself? Like literally tripping myself, right? I'm just saying, like, when when Lorelai's talking, like, she's really, like, speaking truth because, like, you may be in this great relationship, but that doesn't mean that you truly love yourself. You still have to make that time and effort for you. So when she says don't abandon yourself or don't abandon your house, make sure that you're keeping your own house clean as you are keeping a unit house clean with the partnership that you have with your partner. Um, I did want to ask you that you did mention the example of writing to your inner child and, like, having your inner child speak to you. So my question is, how do you do that? Okay, so I wrote to my inner child and oh, I want to bring it up actually. It's right here. Oh my God, am I really going back in time right now, girl? <laughs> yes, I am. So she had some words for me, okay? Because we had already been talking. And then this is exactly, dear Lorelai. And then I wrote back to myself, can you love me? I'm feeling alone, afraid. Grab my hand. Show me what it is to be loved and please. Please stop forgetting about me when you're busy. Mm. I watch you get further and further away and it triggers me. Mm. Can you come back? She's asking me, can you come back to me? Can you ask me what I want to do today? Can you ask me how I'm feeling today? Or are you just going to get lost in your work? That's another way we abandon ourselves. Ah, very true. Get lost in your work and stop nurturing yourself. Take that nap. Go out and play. Exactly. Can we go out and play? Damn. That's what she's telling me. Like, you're going to treat me like everybody else in my life? Like, we're supposed to be right here. And then she's like, she's like, I, every time you go away, is, is she going to forget me? 
Is she going to forget how cute I am, how I laugh, how fun I am? As soon as your hand leaves mine, I feel anxious. I don't really know what to do. I'm paralyzed. The more you ignore me, the more unworthy I feel. Mm. And I'm going to say that again. The more you ignore you, the more unworthy you feel. Mm -hmm. This is coming from my inner child. I didn't even know what she was going to say when I picked up the pen. She asked me, can you check in with me often? Can you listen to my stories? Can you play with me? Hold me. Hold space for me in your heart. Go within and just see me, please. Let me know that you see me, feel me, that I'm real, Mm. that I matter. Then she got pissed. (laughs) She's like, I want to matter. I want to be special. I can go without love and care of plenty, but I absolutely cannot go without that from you. Mm. It will literally kill me. Do not let go of my hand. Mm. That is the end of that. This is my first time reading that in a long ass time. How does does that make you feel? I'm like, oh shit, thanks for the reminder, (laughs) Dean. I was like, wow. I I really love that. And I think, um, I just think that your inner child just speaks so much truth. And for me, when I think about your inner child or anybody's inner child, it, it goes back to to kind of just believing in yourself and knowing you can do whatever you want. But it's like, when we get into adulthood, it's like we do put work or we do put a relationship or we do do all these other things and we forget about, oh no, I didn't check in with myself today. I'm going to ignore my feelings of sleepiness and I'm not going to go take this nap later. I'm just going to yes. keep working or I'm going to do this or I'm not going to go outside today because I have shit to do. Like, and I yeah. like, we are alive to literally live life. And so if it's like, doing one thing out of your day for yourself is really not that much. It's just really changing our beliefs around that. But it's just like when our inner child is calling and we keep ignoring and we keep ignoring and we keep ignoring, that's how we end up being unhappy. We end up being very unhappy. So I really liked you that you read that. That was very raw. That was very honest. That was very truthful. And I was like, oh man, inner child speaking some truth today. Okay, she did. She had the words for you. Um, she did. Yes. And how you write back is, I went into my body. Mm-hmm. This is the work that I do. Um, this is something I do want to do want to say for sure. When you are going, when you're, when you're writing from your higher self, when you're writing from your inner child, when you're writing from whatever perspective that you need to write from, it's good to go within the body and feel the sensations within your body. And if you feel it in your heart, your solar plexus, your back, wherever, reach into that, feel into the body, feel it. What is it trying to tell you? Just as so when you, when you, that's something you can do all day, actually when you're walking around, that's, that's coming back to the body. Don't abandon those feelings. We abandon every, all this is about abandonment. It sounds confusing, but I think it's starting to make sense for people. Yeah. Not taking that nap, not listening to that, 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 what's that feeling in my heart right now? Yeah. Let me go there. Let me breathe into it. The mind is an old rusty old thing that doesn't really know much about the spirit and emotions. Yeah. You're not a clear vessel. Your perception is not going to even perceive the body or the spirit right. Yeah. So it's good to go within the body and ask it, what, what do you need from me right now? What are you trying to tell me? And so when you're writing that letter from your inner child, many letters, close your eyes. Imagine that you're kneeling down and, and she's speaking to you. Mm. Even the same voice. When I wrote that letter, I didn't hear it in my voice right now. Like, Lorelai, do this and that. It was like, do you not love me? Yeah. 
do you, do you not see how pretty I am? And I, I cried. I set up a whole ceremony. Yeah. That's something that I do around my period every month. Yeah. When you're the most sensitive, you're the most closest to God. Yeah. You, you, you set up a ceremony, you light candles, you make a nice cushy. I light incense and Palo Santo and I, and I put on music and I put the same song on repeat so that I cannot break yeah. because in hypnosis, uh, I studied hypnosis and just this change of a song or a knock on the door, it could break your state. Mm. And it's, 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 and you could do this with a coach. Cause this sounds like next level. Actually, the more I talk about it, it's like, you might need to like hire a therapist or a coach to hold space for you to do that. Mm. Um, I hold space for people to do this too, but um, it's just tapping into the body and going there, closing your eyes, rocking back and forth, thinking like, you know, seeing yourself as that child, letting her, giving her a voice, you know, and then writing her back and healing her a little bit at a time, holding her within you. What do you want to do today? For me, it was my inner child. Some people need a mother. Mm. I need that too. We we need all types of perspectives. What would my homegirl tell me right now? Yeah. What would my, what would a loving, how would I raise a queen? If I was a mother and I want to raise a queen, what would I tell her? Mm. from an aerial perspective when you zoom up and you're looking down on the situation there's so many different perspectives that we can use to to come back to to within ourselves i think that's uh really beautiful the ceremony especially on your cycle because it really is you are really in touch with god and creator at that time but just honoring yourself in that moment and taking that time for yourself and taking that time to nurture your inner child um so i'll definitely have to write that on my my list for my next cycle i like that that sounds amazing (laughs) actually on thursday i want to record a a video about that so i don't know when it's going to air on my youtube or even when this is going to air but you know that's something that i do want to show people like how to create ceremonies for yourself so that you can um so that you can heal every month we have women every month we have a we have the ability to heal yeah. those. We're not overly sensitive and making things up. We have a heightened sensitivity to things that need to be cleansed as our blood cleanses exactly. our body. Exactly. And so those things that may irritate you in that moment is just only magnified, you know, during that time, we really like during our menstrual cycles, we really were supposed to be resting, but a lot of us are work or doing all this extra stuff. And we're really not supposed to be doing any of that. It's supposed to be taking time for yourself. Um, so I totally agree with that. I just want to say thank you, like, for explaining um, just how we abandon ourselves and how we can come back to ourselves. Are, is there any other last minute things you want to say about that for our Selfish Babe listening? Um, I just want to let everyone know that be kind to yourself throughout the process. And also, every day that you wake up, you have a chance to honor yourself. You don't have to figure everything out or make it this big, hairy deal. That is just a moment by moment thing. It's a moment by moment choice to say what you want to say, to show who you really are, to listen to your gut feeling, Mm -hmm. to take that walk outside, to take that nap, to know it's those little tiny moments that and practices that build you up. It's not this big, huge thing. So please don't make it big. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Do not punish yourself and just take it one step, one practice, one 
impulse, one inspired action at a time. I totally agree with that. And that was beautiful. Like, even when you said, say what you want to say, like how many times do we literally suppress what we really fucking want to say? So I think that's amazing. That's definitely something that I'm learning in my own personal self-love journey. I'm just learning to be more authentic. Say what I want to say. If I want to say no, this is why I'm saying no. Yeah. Myself to do this, you know, and I, I think it's amazing. Um, I think that we live life so much more fuller that way. And, um, if you're afraid of losing people along the way, just know that that is life. It's a part of the cycle. Not everybody's going to be in your life forever. Um, but the people that are meant to stay there for that long period of time in your life, they will stay. They will stay. So continue taking off that mask. Continue revealing who you are, who you really are, because that's the way that you're going to really truly embrace and just see how beautiful life is. So thank you so much, Lorelai. I really appreciate you. I do have one question before you go. If you were to finish this sentence, what would you say? Sometimes self-love is... Uh, <laughs> whatever comes to self-love is I don't fucking know <laughs> so self-love is I don't fucking know now why would you say that <laughs> I'm going by your first answer if that's your first answer explain I love that. that yeah so sometimes I guess that's my answer. Sometimes self-love is I don't fucking know. Sometimes yeah. self-love is I don't know how to love myself. Mm. Sometimes self-love is I don't know how to deal with this situation. But you have to feel your way through. Don't think your way through. Feel your way through because guess what? We are all just learning. We are swimming in a pool of self-discovery. We are. And we don't have there's you know you're you're constantly turning more and more lights on mm. but the more lights come on the more you'll know but until then sometimes you don't fucking know so read that book reach out to a coach follow your instincts and just feel your way through i really like that um especially when when you said it's about feeling it's not necessarily about knowing so i i appreciate your answer <laughs> so where can our selfish babe find you love Oh my goodness. So I just launched the Goddess Gang free Facebook group. This is the start of, of a huge gang of goddesses that want to elevate and stop chasing after what they want, but attracting it and really embodying the self-love, the confidence and the feminine radiance it takes to be this radiating feminine goddess that cannot be touched, that is undeniable. And you can find that on my Instagram. For now, while I'm launching all this, you can find me at Lorelai Bayette on Instagram. You could also search The Goddess Gang on Facebook and invite yourself to that group. And um, you can see videos, inspiring content. I respond to almost everybody. So hit me up. I want to see your faces. If you listen to this podcast, please drop my DMs and let me know what you thought. I want to I talk with you. She answered DMs, y'all. So make sure you DM her. Slide <laughs> my DMs, baby. Okay. Slide them DMs. All right. Thank you, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. 
Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day, found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com, to join the community, find out about our Self-Love Academy, and to shop our apparel. You can follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram, or you can also follow me on Instagram at OlenigayOC. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. Episode and I love you. Mwah.